Hello, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing? Welcome back to Heine House Live Podcast. This is episode 37, and it is January 1st, 2020. Happy New Year, everyone. Happy, happy New Year. Let's jump right into the intro. Welcome to Heine House Live, a podcast about the exciting and ever-changing world of gaming and, and technology. technology. Heine House Live is available on ah, iTunes, Spotify, ah, Stitcher, ah. or wherever else you, you listen, listen to podcasts. podcasts. For all other info, including links to our community discord, live video feed, episode archive, and a whole host of other great entertainment, please visit HeineHouse.com. Damn right. Yes, Happy New Year to you all. Hope you've had a, a fantastic New Year. I hope it was fun and safe, and I uh, hope you had time to spend it with friends and family. Uh, what a great time. It has been a crazy November and December for me. You guys already know this. I've talked about it many, many times, but uh, I, just, I, I just had to take the last two weeks off. I just had to. I was working so much trying to get as much overtime. They offered a bunch of overtime and I just accepted it. I took all of it. Um, so yeah, I just had to take some time and grind and uh, try to make that money, you know, trying to do that, uh, pay off some stuff. And um, and we come out here on the other end and, and we're looking all right. We, you know, we're feeling good. Um, we, Steph and I had some time to hang out. I had the last four days off through uh, New Year's here. And it was great. I was able to just relax and sleep and catch up on, on some Z's and uh, spend time with her. We played some games together and I just kind of kept a low profile. I was really wanting just some us time. Uh, that's really, really important. Um, you know, things sometimes things can suffer when you're working so much and doing so much. And so I just, you know, man, it, it can be it, I know it can be crazy out there. And I know a lot of us are out there grinding. We're doing what we what we can do. And uh, I just want you all to know that I'm thinking of you guys. I know you're hustling. I know you're making ends meet. And, um, you know, I appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. We've had a great year. Um, you know, for the most part. <laughs> no, it's been good. It's been good. And uh, I have an episode here. I was not I was kind of going to do like a retrospective and talk about this year. But I realized I don't think I really want to do that. I want to do kind of a more traditional episode. I didn't put together like a full episode of stuff. I just kind of have bits and pieces here and there. We're going to talk about some stuff. I have some tech news. I have some gaming news. Um, I have some stories to tell. Uh, our router took a shit and it was a huge ordeal. I got some stuff to talk about there. Um, and then at the end, I'm going to talk about some updates for Heine House. So what's going on for the new year, what I have planned. I have some new Twitch stuff, some new YouTube stuff, some gaming stuff, a lot of exciting things. So um, that's what this episode is going to be. So it's kind of going to be a little hybrid episode. It's going to be fun. Also have, I think I have two actually, wait, wait, one official top 10 list and then kind of a semi, no, I guess it's not a top 10 list. It's like top searches on Google. So I don't know if it's 10 or more, but it's hilarious. There's a lot of really funny shit going on in there. So I cannot wait to, uh, to show this stuff. We have a top 10 list coming up later on the episode. You do not want to miss it, especially if you're an Xbox fan. You do not want to miss it. Yes. You, you, you know it. You know it. It's going to be fun. Okay. Getting right into the episode. Shout out to all of the amazing patrons right here. Round of applause to you all. Thank you so much for your support. Again, I said it before. I'll say it again. The show is here today because of your support. All these people you see on your screen here. Thank you for your support on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. 
Let You Take Part. Uh, just released a new album, which I'm going to show off here uh, to you all. And uh, all of the, the Game Off patrons got their physical copy. I sent them all out to y'all. Let me know if you got them. Um, it was during the crazy holiday shipping season. So I'm sure that's going to be, uh, you know, insane for uh, the post office. But I'm sure everything arrived just, just fine. Thank you so much, patrons. Again, patreon.com slash Jason Heine. That is the link. I'll just show it real quick before we jump into it. Here it is, folks. Couple skate CD, physical CD that I made. Only 100 copies were made and uh, released November 25th. There it is. Front and back. You want to get yourself a copy? It's on my website, heinehouse.com. Check it out. Yes, the CD. Oh, it's alive. It's alive and well. There it is. So yeah, I really appreciate that. Great music. Shout out to my homie, John, Mr. Chancho coming through. I love collaborating with him. We write some great music together. It's an absolute blast working with him. And uh, thanks again, John. You're the man. Uh, again, since we're in a, in a mood of showing things off here, you, need, you guys need to go check out the video feed on YouTube if you're, if you're listening to the audio feed. But check this out. This, this little tree right here. Stephanie made this tree. All right, she went to the she went to the Dollar Tree to make the tree. She bought two trees, all right? And it was the one tree's a little you know, a little sparse if you you know, if you know what I mean. It doesn't have a whole lot of branches in it. So she took a second tree, pulled it all apart and then hog glued the branches in here. Look at this. Made a nice full little tree. This is great. Got the little tree skirt here. She's got the little little decorations going around here. Bob just sneezed. I bless you, Bob. <laughs> Uh, and then Duke Nukem, he's on top. He's riding a tree. I'm Duke Nukem. It's time to kick ass and ride the Christmas tree. I love riding trees. Sure does. So a uh, round of applause for Steph. That looks nice. I finally get to show it off. I was hoping to do it a couple weeks ago, but, you know, I'm taking time off. Uh, yeah, we're going to jump right into it again. January 1st, it is it is a, a a lovely time. The holiday season is among us. It still is, you know, for at least a little bit longer here. Um, this year, if you decide that you want to celebrate with a new sweater, a lot of people like to get new sweaters. It's cold out. You know, it's cold. It's rainy. It's snowy in some places. Sometimes you want to bundle up and that's totally OK. Let's bundle up. Well, if you were to happen to shop at Walmart they may have accidentally missed uh, a small detail in something. Um, there's a sweater that they were selling. <laughs> Features an image of Santa Claus behind a table with three lines of some sort of substance on the table. It looks like cocaine lines. Uh, and it's a, a sweater that says, let it snow. And it's a frosty the snowman. He looks completely coked out. Uh, these sweaters are sold by a third-party seller on Walmart.ca. That's Canada's website. Canada's Walmart. <laughs> Walmart says it does not represent Walmart's values and have no place on our website. Walmart has taken it off of their website on a statement they said a few weeks ago. We have removed these products from our marketplace. We apologize for any unintended offense this may have caused. These sweaters were not offered by Walmart.com in the U.S., and we're very sorry for that. I have a screenshot. I have a picture of it. <laughs> oh shit, that's not it. Where is it? Hold on. Let me let me let me cue this up here. 
This is just, this is way too funny. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> what? It's Frosty the Snowman sitting on a couch with a table in front of him and it says, let it snow. And he's, look at him. His eyes are all fucked up. He's totally coked out. It's hilarious. Okay. I, I just want to say, this is the problem I have with Walmart's website. They're trying to be like Amazon. Just like let everyone sell whatever they want on there, like eBay and Amazon. Like Walmart needs to stop that shit. Like their website is fucked. I, sometimes I'll go there looking for something and it's like a third party seller. It's not, it's like the shipping is crazy expensive. It's some weird random ass shit. Like the stuff that they have for sale on Walmart's website online, it's, it's crazy. Like just go browse it sometime. It's nuts. I think they need to stop that completely. Like if you go to Target's website, it's just the stuff that Target offers. You know what I mean? Like this, they shouldn't even have third party sellers do this. I hope more people do this. So it shuts that down because it's so fucked up. I mean, going to Walmart's crazy enough as it is. It's, it's crazy enough as it is. And then to have that. <laughs> Let it snow. What? Stop it. Get some help. Stop it. Get, get, get some help. Uh, this is some news that we heard earlier. Uh, Redbox is going to be closing their video game sales and rentals. I know you guys probably heard that a few weeks ago. Rumblings were were in the making, but it is true. Redbox says they're permanently transitioning out of the games business to focus exclusively on movies. Uh, ending at the end of the year, which they're going to slowly start phasing that out now. So here we are fully closing down uh, uh, early 2020. So probably the next month or two, you're going to start seeing that phase out completely. Did you ever use the Redbox for gaming? I mean, I know that that's, it was kind of like what Netflix, uh, or not not Netflix, um, uh, Gamefly. You remember Gamefly, where you could order a game and they'd ship it to you? And I think, man, see, I didn't use Netflix before it was an online thing. Um, yeah, so I can't actually comment on that. I'm not quite sure. But I know Gamefly, you could do that. I remember seeing it in Game Pros and the magazines at the time. You could, you know, it's a monthly subscription. You could have like up to two or three games at any given time. You keep, keep, bless you, keep them for as long as you want, send them back. Then they send you another one on your list. It was a really kind of a cool feature. You know, it was neat, but uh, yeah, they're definitely getting out of the business. I think, I think Redbox struggles with the gaming scene because of streaming services or like digital distribution, you know, Steam and Origin, Uplay, you know, all the stuff, um, you know, coming out. It's definitely takes a, a cut of their, uh, their pie. So that's tough. So yeah, we're going to see the end of that. So did you ever use uh, Redbox for gaming? How were the games? Were they all fucking scratched up and screwed up? I imagine that they would be. I mean, nobody knows how to handle a disc properly. Nobody. You hear that? No one knows how to handle a disc. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not too sad about that. But, you know, again, it's just something that it's kind of sad when you see stuff kind of die like that. Um... Taco Bell, oh, it always comes back to food. Taco Bell creates a meatless meat substitute for the international markets. We have some Taco Bell news. So they've upped their menu game, although they usually have been taking away some of my beloved favorites, the taquitos and other things. And, and you know, I mean, nacho fries were great. Yeah, and I love them. They should be a permanent staple, but uh, they used to have Mexi nuggets, as they were called back in the day. The little tater tots with, uh, with seasoning and spices. They were so good. Bring them back, TV. Shit. Um, anyway, um, so, but what they're doing, it is a meatless plant-based ingredient, which looks and tastes just like ground beef. 
seasoned with the Taco Bell's proprietary spices. Taco is topped with shredded lettuce, cheese, and a creamy chipotle sauce. Over the past week, the so-called outrageous taco has become a permanent item in Spain. They originally tested it in Finland first, and it's going to land in Europe in 2020, summertime, 2020. Plant-based meat. Check it out. Here we go. It comes back to food. Uh, I have a screenshot of it. Boom. There it is. I mean, looks like meat. I, I honestly, I think Taco Bell, ta honestly though, Taco Bell is one of the best fast food places to go if you don't eat meat. You can substitute so much on the menu. And I think it's great. They have, a, they have something there for everyone. If you're a meat eater, you've got the whole menu. If you're a vegetarian, you honestly have the whole menu as well. You just sub out beans, black beans, refried beans. It's fantastic. That's great. I think it's great to give options like that. Pretty nice. I'd be down to try it. You know what I tried this year? I tried both the Impossible meat and um, shit. What's the other one? What's the other one, Steph? Beyond Meat. Thank you. We, I tried the Impossible and the Beyond. And honestly, I liked them both. I thought they were great. I really did. I tried them in, uh, uh, we had them at work one time. They, were, they brought in some catering and they had it. And I was like, what? I don't know about this. So we tried it. We all were like, it's pretty good. Can't complain. Pretty good. Um, some other, other food related stuff where we jump into some other gaming stuff. Uh, Pepsi is going to start selling coffee cola at some point in 2020. They're looking at shooting for maybe May, but it's coming. Pepsi cafe. What? Uh, damn it. I'm trying to not drink, uh, soda. Pepsi quit fucking with me. Uh, Pepsi Cafe, the drink blends a taste of coffee and cola. Coffee and cola, I don't know about that. What was the, oh man, I'm trying to remember. What was the drink we tried? We tried some cola drink earlier, maybe like two years ago. And it was the cola something. I don't know. I mean, I think cola and lime, cola and vanilla, those all work. But there was something else. And I think it may have been coffee. Was it Monster? Who did it? Somebody did it. I think if we tried a Monster, yeah, it was something. I think Monster did it, but we didn't really like it. So I'm kind of hesitant to, I don't know, thinking about this, but who knows? Uh, anyway, it's going to be basically uh, Pepsi with uh, a, sh a shot, extra shot of caffeine and um, coffee flavor, and it's going to come in original or it's going to come in vanilla. So Pepsi Cafe. Uh, Todd Kaplan, who's the vice president of marketing at Pepsi, said in a statement that the company has known the potential of blending of blending cola and coffee for years. He said he believes customers are looking for a drink that that product that a drink products that provide energy and an opportunity for indulgence. Well, okay, that's a weird sentence there. Uh, yeah, uh, indulgence. Let me indulge you. There's a screenshot of them too. Yeah, they look nice. I mean, you know. I would try it. I would absolutely try it. I don't know if I have high hopes. I don't know about coffee and cola. I don't know. Would you give that a whirl? Would you do that? I don't know. I just don't know. I really don't know what to say. Uh, that was just some random stuff that I saw uh, in the, over the last couple of weeks. Uh, yeah, we're going to move on. I'm going to just talk about some gaming stuff. We have some gaming news and then I have um, some stories in my tech section. Um, and then we can 
wrap things up, as I say, farewell for the day. Um, <laughs> but yeah, gaming news. Hey, the Commodore 64 is getting a proper reboot in 2020. I know you guys have maybe seen this. This is really exciting. In the world of mini consoles everywhere, there's just like every manufacturer, every company seems to be making their own mini console. Now, Sega recently with their Genesis Mini, and it's it's I really like it. We actually got one on sale when it was 20 bucks off on Black Friday, and we've been playing it. It's great. Love it. Wish it had the six-button controller. Not a deal breaker, but you know, something about those original controllers are so lovely, but also wish we had the six button because some games, you know, they can use that. Uh, but still, great console. Happy that Sega finally took the bull by the horns and made it themselves instead of having a third party do it and just make it completely trashy. That's how it's been for like the last five or six years. So happy to see that happening. Now, Commodore is taking a step in the right direction. It is a full-size Commodore 64 and it is available currently for pre-order on, on their Europe Indiegogo page. It will be shipping uh, in Europe soon. No word yet. This version is going to come to North America, but Mini 64 launched in the U.S. and Canada last October. You probably have remembered that one. Um, it's currently on Amazon for $32 uh, for those who are interested in that for just the games. But this is a full-size unit. Uh, no, we've had one in the past, but this is not it. This is a new full-size unit. Fully working keyboard, by the way. Remember the other one, which is kind of a dummy keyboard? This is a fully functional, fully working keyboard. This is huge, man. This is great. Um, update. They're saying it has an updated controller. Uh, 64 built-in games and a 50 and 60 hertz selectable switch depending on your region. So that is a good sign for um, everyone who who has 50 hertz or 60 hertz depending. Uh, this Commodore 64 has two modes. It has a uh, the 40 column C64 front end and the 22 column Fat Text Vic 20 emulator inside. This is really cool. Owners will be able to load their own programs as well with a multi-disc compatibility and much more will be available through the Commodore 64's website. It is retrogames.biz, retrogames.biz. Go check that out, support it, give it a look. Uh, yeah, this is awesome. Everything is awesome. There's a screenshot of it. Yeah, it looks good. Now, this is something I'm interested in because I never had a VIC-20 or a Commodore 64 of that time, we just basically went from, I went from um, uh, Pong, it was the very first video game I ever played, right to an NES, and uh, yeah, shortly after. So, oh no, no, not an NES. I'm sorry. We went from a Pong to a 2600, then to an NES. So we kind of skipped over that. Um, the Commodore 64 in the United States was not as, I don't want to say as popular. It just wasn't marketed as much as a 2600 or an NES of the day. So uh, yeah, I actually never even knew about a Commodore until much later in life. So yeah, I'm interested in this. I think it'd be really, really cool. Checking it out, yo. Very, very cool. Um, Man, are you guys, should I just jump right into it? I'm not gonna hold back. I am not gonna hold back. We have, we have some stuff. Now, we had a video game awards that happened. This was probably, gosh, two weeks, three weeks ago at this point. I know you all watched it. I actually really liked the show. I thought it was great. I thought it was a nice in-between type show for, um, you know, to kind of bridge the gap. You know, we have E3 kind of in the spring, summertime. And then, you know, that that is not really readily available for just anyone to go to. 
with the video game awards. I thought it was really nice. It kind of had a big group of just, you know, normal gamers and people that could go to it and hang out. It had huge announcements, lots of games, lots of things that they talked about. I thought was huge. And I'm not going to get into a whole episode on that. But one of the biggest things, I think one of the biggest jaw droppers is that we actually got to see the new Xbox and what's happening there. And uh, goodbye, Scarlet. It's not known as Scarlet. It is now known as Xbox Series X. Now, this is really confusing to a lot of people. And in the following weeks of this conference, they started making more posts. Microsoft made more statements talking about the name and actually how it works. So, and I didn't know this at first. I thought, oh, it's called Xbox Series X. That's like, like, what kind of name is that? Like, what the fuck? So here's how this works. Let's break it down. The console is called Xbox. Okay. It's called Xbox. Inside that Xbox brand, this is the Series X. So this allows them to make a different series within the Xbox brand. Now it makes sense. Kind of crazy. I didn't think about that at first. I was like, what the fuck? What is this? It's just called Series X? Series X? Or what are you going to play it on? Series X? I mean, I guess you just say Xbox. It's, it's still kind of confusing, but that's, that's what it is. So yeah, they shocked us at the Game Awards. They just basically came right out with it. They were like, boom, here it is. They showed it off. They showed a picture of it. Um, and yeah, I, honestly, I really like it. I think it looks fantastic. And uh, what else do we have here on that? It was basically a showstopper. Everyone was like, oh my God, here it is. It did that at the very beginning of the show. Boom, hit us with it. And it was very, uh, very intriguing. Uh, vertically oriented. Uh, it, it is virtually featureless on the outside. It is one tall black slab of hardware. I think it's kind of clean. Looks kind of nice. I think it can be, it can either be upright or laid on the side. Uh, uh, shout out to a Nintendo Wii. What? Miss you, Wii. I miss you. Um, Microsoft says that the Series X will target 4K 60 frames with a Zen 2 and RDNA architecture from AMD. Leveraging hardware accelerated ray tracing. It's going to feature GDDR6 RAM and it's going to feature NVMe solid state storage. That is for all the tech geek nerds out there like myself. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. I think both, I think both Sony and Microsoft both are going to feature not equivalent, but very similar uh, in the hardware department. They're going to have to. So, very, very cool to see. this is one thing that was very intriguing to me. And I think the most exciting part about the announcement for me, and again, we're starting to get more details on this, but it's not totally clear yet. They're saying that it will be backwards compatible with the last four generations of Xbox consoles. And they're saying that it will be, this console will be five times more powerful than the Xbox one, which is huge because I tried to play horizon four the other day and the menu system lags so fucking much on the xbox one it drives me nuts and i know i'm nitpicking but man what's up with that so that's really really cool now the backwards compatibility i think what they're talking about is that it's going to feature backwards compatibility with whatever is currently backwards compatible with the xbox one the original xbox games and the 360 games and that's what i'm thinking I don't know. And maybe there's some new announcement. If there is, please let me know. I would love to know. Um, I would love to know the specifics because if I can just pop in my disc from original Xbox or 360 and play it on this console, fuck, I am so sold. That'd be like Sony saying, yep, fully backwards compatible with all the PlayStation games. That would be 
mind blowing. Can you imagine popping in a PS1, PS2? Fuck, dude, I would be playing MotorStorm out the ass on the PS5. Unbelievable. It'd be so awesome. I, I'm so stoked. But yeah, so this is something that we, you know, we saw the console here. We kind of, I have a little nice little gif there for you, a little giffy jiffy. That's what I'm gonna start calling. That's what I'm gonna start saying. I'm gonna call it Giffy Jiffy because everyone's been calling a GIF, but the person who made it says it's Jiff, but it's not spelled that way. So you know what? It's Giffy Jiffy. <laughs> I got a little giggle out of Steph on that one. I heard her in there. A little Giffy Jiffy. Yeah, but it looks good. I think the console looks sexy. I'm 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 excited. I'm excited. But you know what, folks? <laughs> After the conference. I started thinking about it and you know what? I decided, you know what? There could be other uses. There could be other uses for the console. The shape and design. It's very, very flexible. There's a lot of other things that you could do with that console, not just play games. Hell, you could play games with it and use it for these other features. So you know what I did? I sat down and I maybe grabbed a few memes off the, uh, the internet that were happened to be around the next day. Uh, of this conference, but then I ended up taking the liberty and making my own memes to come up with a top five other uses for the Xbox Series X. That's right, folks. We have a top 10 list. It is top five other uses. It's so flexible. Can use it for so many things. Are you folks ready for this? I got my drum roll here. Let's see if I can get my drum roll to work here. There it is. Not, let me just uh, let me turn this down a little bit. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, coming in at number five. It's an Xbox piss post. Look at it. Right there. A little piss post. You know, you, the dog's there. You can put it out in the yard and he can just whiz on it right there. Oh, come on now. I'm not trying to trigger you Xbox people. Come on now. You know I love it too. Relax, relax. Number five, it's a piss post. Going on back here. Number four. Bridge stands. Look, it can actually hold up whole bridges. When installed properly at the right angle of the dangle, you can actually hold up bridges with this. Pretty nice. This is really nice. Number three. A barbecue. A barbecue. Look at that. You just put your meat right on top of it flame grilled it's wonderful i cannot wait i'm gonna be playing i'm gonna be playing games and when i get hungry i'm gonna just take that whole thing shove it out in the yard put my burger right on top just let it grill this is beautiful barbecue two and one and barbecues are expensive so this is great this is multi-purpose fantastic number two i found this one online this was pretty fantastic a refrigerator Look, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. You can put your disc right in the side there. You can open it up, get your Mountain Dew. Fuck, why did they think about this before? It's brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> Are you guys ready, number one? And the number one use for the Xbox. Oh, shit, hold on. Which one is it? It's two. There it is. <laughs> and the number one use of the Xbox Series X. A camping foot heater. 
Take it with you. Take it with you. It's a camping. It's a necessity in camping. I mean, like, look at her. She's just she's propped up. She's got her feet up on it. It, it generates all that heat. It just it just warms your foot. It's great. You don't even need heat and blankets anymore. Just leave them all at home. Just take your Series X with you. You know, and little Betty the Beaver here's like, what the fuck? What? He wants in on that too. <laughs> Come on now. I know you like that. Xbox Series X. I I'm actually really excited. I think I think that this is a uh, a great console. Believe me, I'm not trying to trigger anyone. Relax. These are just jokes. But hey, do you like those memes? I made those myself. I'm real proud of those. <laughs> uh, I do have a, a quick uh, couple honorable mentions, though. Honorable mention. That uh, Wendy's Dave Series X right here. The freshest, most flavorful. Look at that right there. Even they're getting involved. So you could order a, a Dave Series X burger there and then come home and just eat that right with your Xbox Series X. That's pretty fantastic. And another honorable mention, lastly here, you know, you guys are all making fun of the new Xbox, but uh, PS5 got me real excited. Oh, yeah, real excited. I cannot wait to vacuum the entire floor with that console. Look at that. Dyson, you, got, you guys got some competition. Dyson, you better pull your heads out of your asses. You got some competition. <laughs> it's you know what it's just fun it's just fun folks it's a fun time uh why why you know what? why stop why stop now when i'm i've already got the i got the uh the top 10 list going why not let's talk about the top searches for 2019 on google this is crazy shout out to cnn business who did the research on this because lord knows i ain't got time to sit around and make that they, they sat down, they did the research, they found the top searches in 2019 on Google in certain categories. We have streaming service, news events, people, diets, outfits, recipes, movies, songs, TV show, what is, babies, and video gaming. Those categories. So this is really, really exciting. I'm not going to do a drum roll because we just have, we have too many of them here. But okay, here we go. So in your head, try to make some guesses before I tell you. This is very interesting. Streaming service. Top search, what do you think? Netflix? What do you think, Hulu? What do you think, Amazon Video? What do you think? Top, Disney Plus. Can you believe it or not? Disney Plus. Man, that was towards the end of the year, wasn't it? How about news event? Top news event searched on Google in 2019? <laughs> yeah, Raid Area 51. <laughs> That was the number one search for fucking news events. Oh my God. What is going on? Top search for category people. Any guesses? Oh, you might be right with that one. I heard that one. I heard it. I heard it in your head. R. Kelly. Oh yeah. R. Kelly with his uh, little sexual scandals that have been going on. People be searching that. How about diets? Category diets. In 2019 for searches. What do you think it was? I actually had a guess. I thought it was. Um, oh shit. I thought it was keto. I was like oh yeah. Keto for sure. Everyone's talking about fucking keto. Nope. It was actually intermittent fasting diet. Intermittent fasting. AKA just stop eating. 
How about outfits? This was an interesting one. Outfits. Top search in outfits category on Google. What do you think it was? I have no idea. Uh, Levi jeans? No. Wasn't that. Miley Cyrus outfits? No, it wasn't that. It was e-girl. E-girl? What the fuck is the e-girl? Followed very closely by e-boy. Oh, of course. What the fuck? What the fuck is e-girl and e-boy? I mean, maybe I'm wearing the wrong outfits. Maybe I'm just too old. But what the... Do you guys know what that is? Please let us know. I still don't know. I, I tried to look it up. I couldn't figure it out. Please tell me. I'm out of the loop. If we can figure this out, I'll dress up as an e-boy in the next podcast episode. How about that? Help me figure it out. Send me some links. Get on Discord. Send me some links to what an e-boy is. And if they make sizes and, you know, big boy sizes, I'll order some stuff and I'll dress up as e-boy. I don't know what the fuck it is. Okay. Recipes. How about recipes? You hungry? Looking for some recipes? This is an interesting one because there's, I mean, there's so much that could, that you could search, right? For recipes. I mean, millions of different foods and recipes and combinations. What do you think was number one? This definitely uh, caught me off guard. Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie, which is fantastic and makes me really hungry. I figured it'd be like a crock pot something rather because like we we've been using our crock pot a lot this last year. And even just now, just weekend, uh, we made um, pot roast with it. It's fantastic. It's awesome. Put the whole chuck uh, steak in there. You know, you the the beef broth and and you put the soy sauce and a little bit of ketchup and you stir. You know, you put it all in there. And Steph was up there like she was seasoning my meat. She was rubbing my meat with great spices. That that also got a little giggle. I heard it in there. It was fantastic, and we I ate it this morning. Mm, so good, just tender, just 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 melt in your mouth. But I figured it would be a crock pot, something or rather, you know, because dude, crock pots are OG. They're amazing. But no, shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. All right, how about movies? What were you thinking? What are you thinking? Thinking something Marvel? Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. You're right. Avengers Endgame. That was probably one of the most anticipated movies and probably one of the best movies of the year, wouldn't you say? I mean, when that came out, people... Dude, people who didn't watch movies were talking about it. I was like, wow, okay, this movie must be fucking crazy. Avengers Endgame. Because it was the final one, right? Yeah, it was the final one. Um, How about songs? Old Town Road. Yeah, you knew it was Old Town Road, didn't you? You knew it. I know you were confused, though, because there's a lot of other other music that it could have been. But no, it was definitely Old Town Road. That song was fucking huge. You remember when that first came out, they took it off the radio because they're like, yeah, no, uh-uh, we're not doing this. Well, then they switched it up and they merged it into a country pop song and then it went fucking gangbusters and they brought it back. And the country stations were like, oh, well, now this got a little extra twang and I think we'll play it on the radio. Thumbs up, boys. Thumbs up. Shit is crazy. Radio today sucks ass. I just hate it. How about TV shows? What do you think the most searched TV show was on Google of 2019? What are your guesses? Yeah, I know you're thinking about it. Will you be right if you said Game of Thrones? Of course. Duh. What else could it have been? Bring back The Office? Ah, probably a close second. <laughs> Bring back The Office. All right, we only got a few more here. What is... 
you know how you type in like what is, and then it will like auto populate stuff. Well, this was what is, and then the most common search after this. What do you think it was? Here's your hint. It's a reoccurring topic on the list. This is a reoccurring event. What is Area 51? <laughs> All those people searching to rate it, they're like, okay, great, we're going to rate it. Then everyone's like looking around like, what the fuck is it? <laughs> Nobody knows. Nobody knows. <clears throat> All right, two more. Babies. Babies. They actually have a search category, babies. What do you think was the most searched babies in 2019 on Google? You guessed it. Baby Yoda. Of course it's Baby Yoda. I think Baby Yoda broke the internet for like a day. <clears throat> I swear to God, when I logged into social media, that's all I saw was that little Baby Yoda face on everything. He is cute. Yes, I agree. Now I'm starting to see him in like memes and stuff. He's everywhere. <clears throat> that's going to be a, uh, a plushy gold mine. You know it. And finally, folks, the number one searched topic in the video game category in Google for 2019 Minecraft, Fortnite, Call of Duty, Smash Bros, and PUBG. <laughs> Fucking Fortnite, of course it would be. <laughs> it was like a five-way tie there. Yeah, I mean, Minecraft, that blows me away because... Minecraft was really popular. I mean, it's still really popular, right? But it was I feel like it was more popular three years ago, like two to three years ago. But it is still, still a, a force to be reckoned with. And then, of course, Fortnite. I, honestly, I feel like this is the year of Fortnite, man. 2019 was like the year for Fortnite. It just really exploded and, uh, yeah, was huge. And, of course, Call of Duty and Smash, those are, are you know, staples. And a Smash super hyped from Nintendo and, of course, the new Call of Duty. So, of course, that's a big one, too. And PUBG, still around. PUBG doing uh, esports and all that sort of thing. And PUBG Mobile actually making a huge push recently, uh, seeing them at conventions doing esports and stuff like that. So, yeah, a lot of stuff happening there. So, crazy stuff. So, so did you think that that list was crazy? Yeah, I think it was crazy, too. A lot of stuff there. Okay, we're going to move on to a little bit of tech news. I actually... Um, I don't have a ton of stuff in tech news. I just basically want to talk about a story that happened that's tech related. And then uh, I'm going to give kind of a Heine House uh, entertainment update of what I have in store for the future uh, for what's going on with the podcast and, and just the brand in general. Uh, and then we'll wrap it up. All right. So uh, first of all, I want to talk about uh, my Netgear router issue. So we have a, a Netgear Nighthawk uh, router and this is, I mean, we upgraded from like a router I've been using for like four years. Now, folks, I think routers, this is really interesting, especially right now when we have lots of uh, malware and spyware. We have a lot of uh, attacking that's going on out there. I think it's very smart. Actually, I'm not even going to say that. I'm going to say it's almost a necessity. It should be a necessity for you to have a router that is going to um, actively monitor what's happening with, with traffic 
not so much that, but you need to have a router that's always going to be constantly updated from the manufacturer. That's very, very smart. And I, honestly, I don't even care what manufacturer you go with. I, I've been trying different ones because I had a really bad experience with Linksys. Cisco, even though I've been using them since the beginning of time, they were like our first router and my first wireless router, my first, um, my first hub, my first switch, all of those were Linksys. I've been using them forever since the beginning of the, since the birth of the internet in our house. But I had a really fucked up experience with them um, about five years ago, about five years ago. Maybe I'll, I'll tell it at the end of this because um, I don't want to branch too far off. But so I'm trying different brands. Well, I'm trying Netgear. So we have this Netgear Nighthawk router and we've had it for about eight months. It's a fantastic router. I love it. You, it blew me away when I got it because you set everything up through the app on your phone. You connect your phone, like you, un, you un, unwrap the router, you plug it in, you know, you plug in your, your modem to it. It has a default SSID and network that you connect to on your phone. You connect your phone to the router with its a default connectivity. It has the SSID and a password. And I'm sorry, folks, we're going to get real technical. We're going to get kind of geeky here. So this is tech shit. All right, here we go. So you connect your phone to the router and then you set up everything on the app. And the app is great because it basically gives you access into your router, your network, your network speed, how many devices, your IP addresses, everything. You have access to everything in there. It's so great. And I love that. I've never experienced that before. So I'm like tripping. I'm like, this is fucking crazy. I'm setting up my router. I'm, I'm used to be like 192.168.1.1, logging in on the browser, manually setting everything up, manually doing my SSID, doing my 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi, my 2.4 gigahertz Wi-Fi, setting those up, checking my ports, making sure everything's legit. This is nuts, right? Like, this is crazy. This is old school. This is like fucking patch-based shit. So I'm thinking about, I have to do all that. No, it's all just done on the on the app. It's crazy. So it's awesome. I'm loving it. Set it all up, plug it all in. We're getting our full speed. It's able to handle that and more, and uh, which is great because we upgraded to Doxus 3.1 this last year as well. So now we're getting uh, our higher speeds because of our streaming and uploading all this content and doing all this stuff. So it's really, really great. So we need the high speeds. So um, last week, uh, yeah, last week, I'm playing games. My one night, I come home, I hop online, my cousin Justin is on. We ended up playing some games. We played a little uh, Horizon 4, a little Forza. It was fantastic. And then after we got done, we were going to play a little Half-Life co-op in Synergy, which is something I'm going to be streaming too, by the way, with Steph and, and Justin. A bunch. Of, and we're going to get a, a group of people together. We're going to play some Half-Life 2 co-op. You guys have to tune into that. It's going to be awesome. Um, so we were going to play some of that. And uh, I'm like, okay, cool. Well, I was having weird, I was having weird issues with uh, setting up a server for it. It was just crashing. It was like the server would load, crash. Server would load, crash. I couldn't get it. I'm like, dude, my ports are right. What the fuck? So I go into my router on the app and I port forward uh, the right port that uh, Steam uses, you know, that um, the Half-Life uh, Source Engine uses and uh, do all that. And then it still doesn't work. I'm like, what the fuck? And I said, you know, maybe I just need to update my router because that's important. Always update it. So sure enough, I look at it. It says, hey, there's an update for your router. Great. This is what you want. You want a router to go and fetch the update. You want to say, check for an update, go and fetch, return back either yes or no. And if it is, I want you to auto install that. I want you to auto download and install it and reboot and have me back online. That's what you want. All right. Most routers today do that. 
but I come from a world where it's not that way. I come from a world where you have to put the download, the, the update on a flash drive, plug it into the USB port, go into your router. Like it's very dangerous, right? Very, very dangerous. Anyway, so my Nighthawk router is like, yeah, there's an update. You need to update this. It's pretty new. Okay, great. I click download and it downloads it and then it starts to install it. Well, the little bars go on, do, 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 gets to the very end and stops. This is basically BSOD. This is basically blue screen of death. All right. This is the worst case scenario. I don't care what you're using. This is the worst case scenario on anything you can ever have that's updating. It fucking hangs. It just hangs. What's so what's happening? Well, it is installing and it gets to the very end and then something happens to where it cannot finish it. It's a kiss of death, folks. I said, I'm going to just walk away. I text Justin like, bro, this shit is not. My router is currently hanging right now trying to install an update. I'm walking away. I go to bed. I wake up six hours later. I come check it. It's still fucking there. Great. I have a problem. All right. I have a problem. It cannot fix itself. What do I do? What other options do I have? I have no other options. The thing is, basically, I cannot do anything while it's updating. The browser doesn't work. My app doesn't work. Nothing works. What do I do? I pull the plug. That's all you can do. That's all you can fucking do. So I pull the power. I plug it back in. What do I get? I get a blinking amber LED light on the router. Just blinks. I'm like, fuck. I go and I look it up. What does that mean? That means you have corrupt firmware. I knew it. I knew it. If anything ever fails, that's why when you install an update and you see it says clearly, never, do not touch the power, do not disconnect power, do not touch the power button, leave it. If you happen to do that during an update, you will corrupt your firmware because it hasn't finished installing itself. It is in a gray period, it is in a gray area where when you click install, it goes in and wipes out the old firmware and then it's currently writing and installing the new firmware. And if you disconnect if you fuck up with your power if you disconnect at any point during that it hasn't finished and then when you plug it back in it has no idea what it was doing why because it didn't finish installing it has no idea it doesn't know it's sitting there like i i'm i'm brainless i'm pretty much brainless i'm dead i have nothing and that's exactly what happened so it bricked it just sat there well i i still have the box i still have my receipt you know, this is why i keep some of this stuff i'm like all right I know I have a one-year warranty. Let's get on Netgear's website. So I get on Netgear's website. I know this is a long story, folks, but this is something that can happen to any of us. And I think it's important to talk about it in case you're ever in a situation, you kind of know what to do or what to expect anyway. So I get online um, and I fill out a, um, a uh, I plug in directly to my, to my um, uh, modem. All right, so I bypass the router, I plug directly into my modem, get one computer online. I can only have one computer online. So I get on, I get on Netgear's site. They say, you know, contact support, this and that. It wants me to set up a case file. I set up a case file. Cool. I get an email saying, here's your case file. Contact us within 24 hours and we'll look into it. Cool. That was pretty painless. Awesome. Call them up. I talk to someone on the phone. Here's where it gets interesting. And first of all, I want to say I, I have mad respect for people who do tech support. I did it for like a month for AT&T. I fucking hate it. I can't do it. I have mad respect for those people. They deal with some crazy shit. It's high stress environment. Mad love to you all. I hope you can make your paycheck and get out of there and get home safely. That's all I care about. So I contact 
neck here, tech support, got on the phone with a guy, very, very friendly guy. Um, he says, okay, I see your case file. It appears that you're having issues with uh, updating your, your router. And I see it's this model, la da 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 da. Yes, it is. Okay. Here's where it gets interesting. Then he says, have you ever contacted Netgear support in the past before? I say, no, this is my very first time. Great. Fantastic. I'll look into this. Okay. He starts looking into it. He says, well, it appears that your 90 day complimentary tech support has expired. I say, okay, but don't I have a one-year warranty on the router? Yes, you do, sir. But we only provide tech support up to 90 days after you purchase it. So wait, 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 wait. So what you're telling me is I only have 90 days from the time I purchased that router to actually contact you to get tech support on this router, even if it's under warranty for a year. Now, let's just think about that for a second. Just put that in perspective. Have you thought about it? Doesn't really make sense, does it? So reality is, if you have a router that you buy from Netgear, and it's after the 90 days, and it's between that time and your one-year warranty, which you have some time, that means that you have to pay you have to contact netgear and pay them to speak to somebody about the issue to get an rma to send that shit back now is that not fucked up or what you have a one-year warranty yeah you sure do but you have to actually pay a, a fucking tech tech support to contact what's the fucking point of that so of course of course this is my first this is why he asked if it's my first time calling because what does he say he says well considering this is your first time calling, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to waive that. And I'll just, we'll, we'll take care of you this one time for this. Oh, well, I really fucking appreciate that. Thank you so much for bending over backwards and taking care of this issue. Your issue, not his specifically, but the, you know, Netgear in general, this firmware update fucked up. I didn't do anything. I just clicked update. It did it on its own. It fucking shit the bed by itself. I don't think I should have to pay a tech support to talk to someone to say, Hey, your shit is fucked up. It's beyond, it's, it's within warranty. Send me an RMA, send me out another one. Crazy, right? Is that not crazy? Like that alone almost makes me not want to purchase Netgear again. That's fucked up. So I've called once already. Well, here's how it worked out. It was actually pretty painless. After this, they said, yeah, no problem. Pick and choose what you want. Well, you know, um, as far as shipping, if you need it sooner, you can, you can pay additional for that. But we'll get it to you. And you just send back the old one within 10 days, you're good to go. Perfect. So I did that. They sent me an email. I clicked, went through the thing. I selected my shipping. I picked the one that was, you know, whatever, had the return um, label with it. And they sent me out a brand new factory sealed, same model router. I thought I was going to get a fucking refurb in a bag. <laughs> you know what I mean? But no, I got a real factory sealed, brand new inbox right off the shelf. Same model router. So that's great. Not sending refurbs. That's fine. I've never heard of a company not sending refurbs to warranties at all. Take your pick. dude. If, you, if your Nintendo Switch breaks and you send it back to Nintendo and they need to send you a new one, they're sending you a refurb. 100%. All of them are. They all are. So anyway, get that. I set it up. 
everything's working great. I mean, I'm on it right now. Everything's great. And, um, I send back the old one and, and we're done deal. But here's the thing. Double. I mean, really think about that. Like that is something to think about talking about, uh, customer support. Like, are we, are we at this point now to where you're going to charge me to talk to you just in order to get my fucking hardware fixed and replaced with an RMA? I'm under warranty. Who do I contact? I guess I could have sent an email, I guess, but I still would have had to have talked to somebody though. I think I still would have had to speak with somebody to actually be like, this is the problem. Cause we tried some troubleshooting things. Like he, you know, he tried, he tried to help me through it, you know, but um, yeah, crazy. Right. So yeah, that's neck here. And, but I'm not trying to talk shit about neck here. I actually really like this Nighthawk router. We have no issues with connectivity. We have no issues with our Wi-Fi speed, no issues with our wired desktops. I mean, we have about 25 devices connected to this thing and it just powers through. It's great. It's fantastic. It auto switches, uh, depending on what device you have, it does legacy Wi-Fi. It's, it's great. It's great. So I really like it. Um, I'm in a story. I'm in a mood to tell stories. I'm going to tell one more story. It's my Linksys story. I think, I feel like I've said this in the past, but I, I don't remember, but I'm going to tell it anyway. So from the beginning of time, I've used Cisco, Linksys, always. Like I said, they were our very first modem, our very first, um, no, we had a Motorola. That was our very, our first uh, router was Linksys. Router, then it became a Wi-Fi router. Then, then I bought switches and hubs when we were doing LAN parties in the late 90s for Unreal and Day of Defeat and all sorts of shit. Uh, and Quake, we would play. We'd do LANs with Quake. I'd have, I'd have the switches. They're little four-port Linksys switches. I have like four of them, linked them all up. Um, so yeah, I love, I love Linksys, always have. We had an issue in 20, uh, it was Crew 2. Oh no, I'm sorry, Crew 1. So that would have been 2013. I think 2013 to 2014, whenever that game came out, I think it was 2013. We were having issues. Now it could have been just UB shit because they're, they've always been weird with their connectivity, but that game specifically had really weird issues connecting players together. And I isolated it to something with my network because other people could connect no problem. But whenever I tried to join, I couldn't see any of my friends. We were in like different lobbies. It was like a different, like a different network, a different connectivity. Something was weird with that. I couldn't figure it out, but I tried different things. I tried um, disconnecting and trying different modems and routers. I tried other people hosting. I, you know, we tried all these things and come to find out it was something on my end. So I go, you know what? This is not, this is some weird connectivity connection with, with my network. So I contact Linksys because I'm confused with this. I don't know why this is happening. I think I have something defective, right? And I'm looking up online and, you know, people are like not really having this issue. Like they're saying, yeah, I don't see my friends sometimes in the game, but it usually fixes itself and blah, 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 blah. So here's what happened. I was so, I was so fucking pissed. I was like, this is messed up. Let me try, let me try this. Contact Linksys. <clears throat> And I tell them what's going on. And I tell them what I'm trying to do. And I shit you not, I'm not making this up. This sounds like I'm making it up because it's so fucking crazy that they'd say this. Tech support. And we still joke about it to this day. We actually joke about this all the time whenever we're having issues with the connectivity or something. 
I told them what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to play this game. I connect online and my friends don't see me online. They can't see me. I drop calls. Like, it's really weird. Like, what's going on? They ask me questions like, all right, how many computers do you have connected to the router? And I tell them, I got it, I got it loaded up. I got four Ethernet in the back and probably a half dozen Wi-Fi, you know, like we've been doing it like this forever. Since the beginning of time, you know, since the, be- since the beginning of uh, connectivity. And, and, and he stops me and he says, well, hold up, sir, you can't have more than one computer connected at the same time. I thought he was joking. I laughed at him. <laughs> I was like, okay, no, no, really. That's, that's funny. And he's like, no, sir, you can't have, you can't have multiple computers speaking to the same server at the same time. I was like, what? I go, what are you talking about? We've done it. What, what are you? Whoa, 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 I'm so confused. I said, sir, I'm really confused. Are you telling me I have two desktop computers plugged into the router? Are you telling me that we both cannot connect to the server at the same time? And he said, yes. I said, no way. We've done it. We can't. What are you telling me? We can't connect to the internet. <laughs> what, what do you, is this tech support? Hello? What, what planet am I calling? What is this? It was mind blowing. I'm laughing. I'm on the, I call up my cousin. I'm on the phone. Steph's over here. We're laughing. I'm like, tech support is telling me we can't connect two computers to the internet at the same fucking time. I'm blown away. We're dying. We're just dying laughing. I'm like, all right. All right. I see where I told him, I said, I see where this is going. It's going nowhere. This is, this is crazy. I cannot believe you just told me I cannot connect two computers to the, to the internet at the same time. This is nuts. And maybe something with Linksys routers, because we started to have issues, um, and it was very game-specific, too. We started having issues, like, in Bad Company. When we both, like, I would be in a server. When Stephanie would join the same server while using that router, it would dump me out. It would kick me out, right? And then she would get in the server, and I would I would get booted. It's a network error. So I was thinking, okay, this is an IP conflict. We have an IP issue. So what did I do? I go in, and I, I, I assign my computer a manual IP address way outside of the realm. I inside myself like IP address, like 45, right? Like it can do a hundred, but I'm like, I'll do 45 to try to get around that still had issues with that. So it wasn't an IP conflict. I was like, dude, there's no other way that this is what else is there. Here comes the end of the story. I I'm dying. I hang up the phone. I'm like, this is fucking nuts. This it's like three in the morning. By this point, we're trying to play crew. It's three in the morning. I say, fuck this. I put on my shoes. I put on my little penguin sweatpants. Put on my, my, uh, my loafers. And I say, I'll be right back. I go to Walmart two minutes down the street. I go into Walmart at 3 a.m. to the electronics department. And I go in there and I buy a fucking Netgear router. Just, I go and I look. I say, uh, where's one that works? Uh, this one. Boom. I grab one off the shelf. I come home. It's this little, small, little dinky oval thing with a little stand on it. I come home. 3.20 a.m., walk in the house, unwrap it, set it down, plug everything in, plug in the power, plug in my internet, up and running. I say, let's go. We try to connect. We get online. We launch it. We launch Uplay. We get into crew. Boom. She connects. Boom. I connect. Justin connects. My cousin, can, everyone connects. Boom. We are playing crew together from the same network Multiple computers. What the fuck? Right? I'm just like, at that point, I was like dead. 
I was totally dead. I'm like, I cannot believe that guy said that to me. So that blew me away. So that's when, that was the point, 2013 is when I, I stopped buying uh, Linksys Cisco routers because of that experience. And it was something weird. And, you know, it may have been something weird in the firmware of the router, maybe something weird. But again, it wasn't something that would auto update. It was something that I would have had to have done manually with a flash drive in the back. And, oh, it's a big pain in the ass. So anyway, that was your tech stuff. That was some a crazy story time with Jason there. And I apologize if that was boring or geeked you out, but like this shit was crazy. And what, what a great time. That's my links to story. All right, let's go to the end of the show. We're going to wrap it up. I'm going to talk about some things that are coming down in, down the pipeline for Heine house entertainment, just some thoughts and ideas that I have of things that I want to do, um, things I want to improve on and bring, bring out and bring back. So this is really exciting. And I want your feedback too, folks. As always, get in Discord. This is why I created Discord. I would love to connect with you and chat with you. You can send me a PM if you don't want to talk with, you know, have it be public. You can, you can have a uh, private chat with me. We can talk about stuff. And I, I would love to just get your feedback and ideas um, because we're all in this together. We're all building this together. Um, you know, we're all creating. We're all creative beings. So like, this is really important. So I like to share this. Maybe it helps inspire you. Um, and that would be, that's just, that's a great feeling for me. So let's talk about a few things that's going on over here. Uh, all new branding for Heine house. You guys already know this. I've talked about it, but it is coming along a little slower than I thought, but I'm not pushing these people. I'm giving them their space, giving them their time to, uh, to work it out. Uh, that's important for artists. Don't be pushy. Uh, so it's been a couple months in the making here and that's fine. Uh, I'm not really worried about it, nor am I in really any big hurry. Um, I don't, I don't have a rush, so I'm not going to push them. Um, but new branding is done. I have an all new Heine house logo that I have approved. It is finalized and uh, I'm excited to share that, uh, at a later date, but I will show you that, uh, in time. Um, so yeah, logo is done. All the other stuff is coming along nicely still. Uh, what I want to do is I have, um, I have some new videos that are in the works currently. Um, but I want to bring back some, uh, gaming stuff on the YouTube channel. Um, not that I've steered away from it. It's just that to do a gaming video requires a lot of time, a lot of effort. And I just, when I work so much in my like nine to five, I don't have that time to invest in it. Like this podcast, like this is pretty much like my extent. Uh, I can do the podcast. This is about a, I have about a four hour window, do two hours of the show then two hours of the, the post-production of getting it uploaded. That's about my window. I don't have a lot of extra time to be doing the gaming stuff. And I want to make a change in that. I want to either cut back my hours at work. I want to try to restructure my schedule and make this work. So uh, that's something that I'm looking at. And that's a goal that I have this year is I want to bring back some gaming related content to the YouTube channel. I love doing that. And I miss doing that. Uh, not talking about game reviews, per se, but I want to talk about doing more like top 10 lists. Um, my NES top 10 or top 20 game video is very popular. People love it. They still get comments even today, even though everyone tells me how completely terrible my childhood was that I didn't play Maniac Mansion or have Mario Brothers 3 on that list. Uh, they tell me how stupid and ugly and terrible I am. It's still really, really fun to put those videos out because I like to do them. I like to talk about the games that really influenced me as a kid that even brought me here to this day, you know, I'm still influenced by these games. So, uh, doing top 20 or top 10 games would be great. I am working on doing a games that define the decade. I want to talk about all the games from 2010, all the way to 2019, all the way through there and talk about these games that 
really, I think, shaped the gaming landscape. Um, kind of do like a retrospective on it, show the game, talk about it a little bit, and kind of explain why. So that's something that I'm working on uh, currently. And then also, I want to do um, uh, almost like a section that I'm thinking about talking about why it's great or why the game is amazing or why it's so like why we attach ourselves to certain games. Like, why is that? And actually look at the reasons why uh, all the positives about the game. So talking about like, you know, why, why is this is an example? Like why is super Mario world? One of the greatest Mario games. Like why do we attach ourselves to that? And it probably because of this, 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 and this, and just talk about those reasons of why they're so amazing and why we, attach ourselves to those games and it will be great to kind of relive and see those games again, but also maybe look at it from a different perspective and be like, yeah, you know what? That is the reason why we love it so much. It's because of that, that what he just talked about right there is what we're missing in a lot of games today. And then you may not even realize it. I think it'd be kind of a cool retrospective look at some of our beloved games that we like. So like why we're so attached to these games. That's kind of a section or segment I'm thinking about bringing out. Let me know what you think. Um, <clears throat> more Patreon exclusive stuff. Of course, I'm, I still, I'm going to be making a pin. <laughs> uh, I, I think I showed it in discord of the crazy, funny O face pin that I sent out from that company who sent me back a proof. It's hilarious. I look like I'm about ready to take a dick in the mouth, but it's just so funny. You, you, you ought to go look at that. So, <laughs> so funny. Uh, but anyway, yeah, some more exclusives there. Um, more behind the scenes stuff that's also going to be coming. I'm not going to stop doing that. I have car vlog videos. I'm not going to stop doing those for, um, for our patrons here. And I'm going to be doing, of course, more updates for everyone and talking about the new stuff that's going to be going on, uh, in my life and also in Heine House Entertainment and what's coming down in the future. So Patreon is again, a great place. And not only that, that is really where you can directly support what I'm doing here. That is really important. Patreon is probably, if there's one place that you can, you can think of as like the most important place to give support. Obviously that's Patreon. Um, and I appreciate everyone who is in there. Um, and we're at 30 patrons. So like my goal is to really like, I would love to get to 50. Uh, I really love to get to a hundred. That would be a huge, great, amazing success and goal for us. But I really am shooting for 50. I'd love to get to 50, um, at least sometime this year, that would be great. So um, even if you come in at five bucks a month, it's the cost of a coffee. Even if it's just five bucks, like that helps greatly. If we can get a bunch of people together to do that, that helps greatly. And so, you know, that would allow a lot more to happen. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you for your support. And thanks for showing interest in what I'm doing. Um, new Twitch stuff, new content there. I have some ideas about that as well. Um, I want to try to do some more behind the scenes stuff on Twitch. Um, more like uh, I set up a webcam in like the corner of the studio and I just kind of show me like working on music, maybe producing stuff. Maybe I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just kind of like writing stuff, like fly on the wall type stuff. Maybe it's cool. Maybe it's not, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I've had people in the past say that they'd love to see like how I work and how I do that sort of thing. And so I'm kind of like thinking about, could I make that a reality? Could that happen? I don't know. Is that something you're interested in seeing? Could be really fun. Even if it's like, hey, maybe I have a goal of uh, uh, Ryan, who's a friend and patron. He suggested maybe if you have like a goal, like I'm going to do a mix on these vocals or I'm going to mix these drums and maybe spend 20, 30, 40 minutes just like diving in and mixing and talking about it and showing what I'm doing. Maybe that's something that people would be interested in. If you're a musician, it might be cool. 
Uh, if you know, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, um, just throwing that out there. I think that's kind of a, a cool idea. Um, so yeah, behind the scenes, stuff like that. Um, I've been, I've mentioned this before. I thought about this earlier. I would love to bring back some sort of other music content to Twitch. This is a gray area. It gets kind of tricky. Um, I would love to bring back some sort of like live drumming like I did in the past. Uh, I also would love to bring back like DJing again. Remember when I did Jason Heine radio, all my old school, 2010, 2011, 2012 people, you guys know that I uh, would love to do that. Then I thought, well, maybe I could do something with like a rhythm roulette where I like do a live rhythm roulette. Uh, where I just do, I take records and I chop them up. I do it all live. It could be a two, three, four hour session. Who knows what could happen? It could be fun. So that's another topic I could do. Um, these are all just ideas. And I thought, man, it would be great to incorporate like all of that in one, one show and where I could like play something live. I could maybe get a looper and I could just like play something. I could loop it. I could do drums. I could DJ. I could do all this cool stuff as one and have like a show, have like a round table or something and have everything around all my drum machines. It could be really cool. Like that's, that's an idea I have. I don't know how I would do that. I don't even have room to do that. What logistics would be, but it'd be something, Oh, be so cool. It would incorporate like all of my passions and like my talents of like, you know, production and drumming. And then like, you know, I could, I could play shit on the keyboard, you know, and I could, I could do some live drumming with a microphone and play a beat and loop it. And I could do some vocals or something. It'd be awesome. Like, that's really cool. So I don't know. I know it's, it's an idea right now. I'm just right now. It's just, it's marinating right now. So we'll see. We'll see how that comes along. Um, yeah, but I'm going to continue to push forward. Uh, we're going to, the podcast is not stopping. The podcast is going to continue to grow. I'm going to get more. I'm actually going to start getting guests on the show. Uh, I know I've talked about that in the past. It's a matter of scheduling. It's a matter of figuring out logistics for that. Uh, but it's something that I definitely want to do and will do in the past. Love to get some old friends on uh, old all gen gamers guys. I would love to get uh, you know, all my old friends in the YouTube world. I would love to get new friends, new people on. So there's something that I'm looking at and will continue to do as we evolve the podcast. Uh, I think it'd be great. Uh, you know, if people have great stories, if people have something they, you know, they really want to say and something that is, uh, that fits, um, I think uh, I would be open to discussing that. So very, very cool. Um, I'm also looking at possibly streaming on other platforms too, like on YouTube or on Mixer. You know, this is, there's been a huge push on Mixer recently and I have a Mixer page. It's the Heine House, by the way. You can go check it out and follow me there. But uh, yeah, I'm open to, all of that. I used to use Restream for a little while. Um, that was great as well. But I also kind of want to, I know everyone has their own communities and I don't want to alienate communities and I want to make sure everyone is served properly. If that makes sense. So, but I'm open. I'm open to suggestions and talking about all that. It's not out of the picture. So I'm looking at that too. Um, I'm going to continue to embrace and adapt to new platforms, um, new ways to engage um, new social media stuff, all of that, you know, I, I'm definitely going to embrace that. I was a very early adopter on Patreon. I was a very early adopter on discord back when people had no fucking idea what this stuff was. I was an early, I wasn't well, not the first, but I was a very early adopter because I see the potential in the stuff and I want to get people involved in it now. Now look, everyone's got it. Nothing, you know, I was not like the reason for that. I'm just saying it's like, 
I saw it a long time ago, like, holy shit, this is going to be fucking huge. And where we used to use Steam for our voice chat and Skype and all that, it was terrible. Like Discord like changed everything, right? That's just I'm just talking about one example here. It changed the world in gaming. We now have voice chat and a place to hang out and a community can be built. And now everyone's got one. Even people who don't know what it is, they're like, oh, I guess I'll set one up and have someone else moderate it and all that sort of thing. I see that all the time. Like, oh, I'll set it up. But really, embracing community is huge. It's always been a huge part of what makes this so great. <clears throat> um, folks, I want to wish you all the best. 2019 has definitely had its ups and downs. But the reality is, is that, you know, we're here today. Uh, we're, we're alive and well, and I just want to thank you all for your support, for your dedication. It has been a great year of growth, a great year of strength, uh, a great year of passion, um, in creating and being creative. And for me trying to inspire, I've released music this year. I haven't always done that every year. I've released some albums. Uh, I've created great content that I'm proud of. I've been able to share my life with you all. And I'm so thankful for that. Uh, I am eternally grateful for Stephanie. She's been able to still somehow stay here by my side um, every day. And I'm so thankful for that. And um, we're going to continue on to 2020. We're going to continue to do this and uh, stay positive, stay happy, stay humbled. And uh, I hope you all have an absolutely fantastic start to your year as well. Um, thank you very, very much from the bottom of my heart. All right. Before we go, I have to give thanks again to the, oh, why doesn't my button work? The amazing folks here. I've already, I've already, uh, I think I've, uh, beat it into the ground already, but here you are. I want to give a shout out. Part of the perks is the game loft patrons all get a verbal shout out. It's pretty fantastic. And I thank you all so much. Brandon, George, Aaron, Weldon, Tammy, Sam. Equano X, Luke, the homie Ryan, and Justin. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone. Game Loft, main floor, ground floor. You guys are amazing. Patreon.com slash Jason Heine. Y'all know. Episode 37 in the bag. Much love to you all. And uh, I'm not going to play a song this episode. We're going to just round it out. I've already blabbed enough. <laughs> I love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye now.